0: Hey, it's Misty, and this is Lattes and Legends. Hey, how's it going? It's been a minute, but I'm here. Welcome. I wanted to let you guys know that the new podcast or the the new website is up for the podcast. It is lattesandlegendspod.com. There are lots of changes coming to it, so please don't judge right now. Um, I'm doing it by myself, so I don't have an expert, and I'm not an expert. And so I'm just here to tell you the things that are creepy. That's about it. Mm -hmm. So thanks to everybody that's been listening. I have a handful of new listeners. The ladies know who they are. Thanks for letting us fish with you this past weekend. It meant a lot. Thank you. Um, So, on Facebook, you can find the podcast, Lattes and Legends Podcast. Instagram is Lattes and Legends. Yeah. Oh, and Patreon. Because I have a newly revived Patreon. It's not new. It's been around since I've had my podcast for a couple years, so... If you feel like going in there and making a donation, that would be fabulous because this isn't, uh, this is not my full-time job. However, it is one of seven. That's right. I have seven jobs. Seven. Yep. Yeah. It's called being a freelancer and it's so fun. Um, so yeah. So today I'm not drinking coffee. Because this morning I had coffee and then I made a coffee smoothie with my leftover coffee. Because if you know me, you know I hate cold coffee. So I figured if I added some chocolate and some other yummy, healthy things, that my leftover coffee could be turned into a coffee smoothie. I was correct. It was flippin' delicious. So there's that. Thank you, Blender. You have been so good to me. Anyway, I am rambling and here is why. First thing, I know a lot of people have their pronouns on their profiles and I am not trying to offend anybody by any means, but I'm not in the generation That puts my pronoun out there. Like you can look at me and tell I'm a woman. I'm a girl. I'm a lady. I'm a man. I have a vagina. Again, if you're offended by this, you can turn it off. Um, But I am not in the generation that uses pronouns. It's just not me. It's not my thing because I know who I am and I know what I am and I know what I believe. And on Instagram today, on the Lattes and Legends Instagram... I got pretty heated with a couple of, quote, followers who then turned out to be cryptocurrency dealers, which I know absolutely nothing about. So don't even get me started on that. Uh, And one of them was just like, sir, 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 sir. Why won't you talk to me, sir? Okay, let's discuss. If you have seen my pictures on Instagram, if you follow me on Instagram, on the Lattes and Legends Instagram, there's blatantly a picture of me as a woman that says, I am not a sir. I am a woman. My name is Misty. Blah, 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 blah. So I respond to this person and I say, you know, you need to take it down a notch and calm down. I am a woman if you are following this Instagram account, you can clearly see that. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. So there's that. Again, this is just me being pissy. And so instead of coffee, I'm having a hazy pale ale. Yeah. And you're gonna be like, oh Misty, don't want to get to you. It's not getting to me. It's just annoying. When you blatantly can see a picture of a girl on her Instagram that says, I'm a girl. Don't call me, sir. Keep it moving. Thank you. Um, There's something else I wanted to talk about that I watched this past week. So Hulu has a show, a docuseries. I think it's a three-part docuseries called Captive Audience. And if you have not seen it, you need to watch it now. If you grew up when I grew up, you need to watch it now. When we were growing up, there was a mini-series on NBC called I Know My First Name is Steven. Mm-hmm. Yes, it starred Parker Lewis is Not Dead, Corin Nemec. Yes, I loved that show, and I loved Corin Nemec. And he starred as Steven Stainer, the guy that was kidnapped, and then like, what, seven years later, he showed up. And then he was killed in a motorcycle crash. There was so much publicity around this family, blah, 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 blah. But there's a twist. And I'm not going to tell you what the twist is because I didn't realize that this had happened to this family. And it is nuts. It's nuts. It's crazy. It is bananas. You need to go watch it. It's called Captive Audience. And then the other thing I was watching that I binged was the Netflix John Casey series Joanne Gacy It's intense, it's intense. You gotta be in the right frame of mind to watch that one for sure. Luckily I was and then someone told me I need to watch the show called This Is Us and I'm going to stop them and say I have heard this show I've heard that the credits of this show can make you cry. And I am a very incredibly happy person. However, I am not going to watch a show like that. I will watch true crime. I will watch murder mysteries, horror, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I will not watch an emotional roller coaster of an NBC show. I'm sorry. It's not my thing. Nope. So, my go to when I feel. Down in the dumps, I've been watching Will and Grace again, and I think we talked about that last time. Anyway, I'm going to take a sip of this beer. I was not aware that I was recording right there as I was sipping beer, and that's so gross. Who wants to hear me sip beer? Nobody. So I'm sorry. Anyway... Those are my rumblings for the day. Yeah, I will not start in about the wind or allergies. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it positive today. Bringing only love and light, right? That's what my my friends on 90 Day Fiance have been saying. So, <laughs> I'm gonna pay it forward to you guys. Anyway. So you guys know how I love old asylums and penitentiaries and the like. Well, I'm going to talk about a penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my gosh, I just burped. I'm sorry. This penitentiary is called the Eastern State Penitentiary. And the sources for this podcast are easternstate.org. EasternState.org slash Notable Inmates, The New York Post, and iHorror.com. So, a little history on the Eastern State Penitentiary. It is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And it has a history... That spans about 142 years, full of suicides, disease, murder, torture, madness, all the things that make troubled souls. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, look! I found another source. Oh, another source is NPR.org. I don't know how that got put in there. Huh? Interesting. So, there were some super harsh harsh punishments that took place in this prison. Uh, there was the water bath in which inmates were jumped and then hung out on a wall in winter until ice formed on their skin. Oh. Nope. Mm-mm. No. Oh, I don't like that. Then there was the mad chair. Mm. Mm. Hold on, kids. Hold on. Fast forward or whatever it is. Skip. Oh, yeah. Skip. Skip ahead if you don't want to hear this. Whew. deep breaths. The mad chair. In the mad chair, an inmate was bound so tightly that the circulation was cut off. Later, this made for amputation. Huh, hmm. told you, I told you. Here's another one. Skip ahead if your tummy is not ready. The iron gag, and in this torturous device, the inmates' hands were tied behind their back, and they were strapped to an iron collar in their mouth, so that any movement caused—any huh, movement, oh my God, any movement that they did with their body—it caused their tongue to tear, and they would bleed out. Uh, And then there was the hole, which if you've seen prison movies, you know what the hole is. This was a dank underground cell where very unfortunate souls had no light, no human contact, no exercise, no toilet, very little food and air. Good God. Shall I go on? I think I shall. Prisoners spent 23 hours a day in their cells with only two half-hour exercise breaks. Every two weeks, they were taken from their cells to take a bath, and they were forced to wear hoods so they couldn't see where they were going or even catch a glimpse of other inmates. When they were caught speaking, they would get punished. And then sometimes they were left in the hole and they were um, confined to a straitjacket or gagged if they were found talking. I, I just can't. I can't. So there have been many shows that have come to the Eastern State Penitentiary. Of course, Ghost Hunters. Hmm. The Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures, Most Haunted Lives, Sci-Fi's Ghost Hunters, and TV, MTV's show called Fear. Ooh, did you guys ever watch that show? I liked it. What happened to that? I liked it. Uh, lots of paranormal activity happening here. Mm-hmm. I had to get some beer after that. That was, oof, that's a lot. Okay, sorry to start you guys off like that. Crazy, right? Uh, there's a few other things I would like to add. Eastern State has had a lot of government visitors, visitors, leaders, travelers from all over the world. In fact, in 1858, when the prison was still open, over 10,000 tourists came to visit. Um, why would you want to visit a running prison? I just, I don't know, I don't know. Even Charles Dickens came and walked through in 1842, and he was appalled at what he saw. Of course he was. Are you for real? Of course. I know. Um, So the prison closed in 1971. So there's that. I do have that little tidbit of information. Sorry, I'm a little scattered today. I did not put my notes together. In order. So in 1971 the prison was pretty much obsolete. It had um, basically fallen to vandals and it closed. In the 80s people talked about using it as commercial. Mm -mm. And then in 1994 guess what? It was open for public tours. Yay! Ghost tours! Hooray! Hmm. So here's some interesting facts about Eastern State Penitentiary. Also, if you guys hear some craziness in the background, it's the wind. It's the wind. Or it's my crazy cat children. Okay, so fun fact. Over 100 prisoners tried to escape the prison. One of the most famous attempts was Clarence Kleindienst. He was a plaster worker that went to jail for burglary and other crimes, and he dug a tunnel that was 127 feet long that came out the far side of the prison wall. You can still see the hole. Apparently, the tunnel was supported by wood braces and had electric lighting. Hmm. How did how did he get that stuff? I don't I don't know. That was 1945, huh? Ten men escaped with him on the morning of April 3rd, but they were all soon captured. Doo doo do Another interesting fact. If you look at the pictures that I'm going to post on Instagram, you will notice that Eastern State looks very familiar. Why, you ask? Um, there's been TV shows, music videos, all kinds of stuff filmed there, but... It was used in the movie 12 Monkeys. Yes. The insane asylum in 12 Monkeys. That was the prison. And it's also in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. I don't know that one. Sorry. So the prison practiced what they called the sound of silence, meaning that inmates were never allowed to speak, sing, or hum. And if they did not follow the rules that's when they found themselves gagged with the uh that weird mouth thing we talked about yeah the iron gag yep that's what it was called Whew. yeah mhm basically those prisoners if they were able to keep silent it is said that they would pretty much go insane sitting in there mhm so the water bath and the hole were also punishments that went along with them um, not speaking. Yeah. Executions were not done at this prison, but multiple murders did take place, including two guards who were murdered along with many other roommates over the years. Hundreds of inmates died of old age or disease on uh, what else? What else? What else? All right. So, you guys ready for some inmate stuff? I know that you are. I'm ready for another sip of beer. Okay. Famous inmates. This one, you will know the most. Alphonse Scarface Capone. That's right, Al oh, Capone. He was Chicago's most famous mob boss. And he spent eight months in Eastern State from 1929 to 1930. Um, Basically, this term was his first prison sentence. And he was arrested for carrying a concealed deadly weapon. Coincidentally enough, his time in Eastern State Penitentiary was basically luxurious. Yeah. So, he had a... His cell was on the Park Avenue block of the street, and he had fine furniture, oriental rugs, and a cabinet radio. So he had all the luxuries of home. So another famous inmate is Victor, quote, babe, Andrioli. He was a convicted killer of a Pennsylvania state trooper in 1937. He went to the penitentiary to serve a life sentence for first-degree murder. In 1943, he escaped when he hid in a delivery truck that was leaving the prison. But several weeks later, they found him in Chester, Pennsylvania at a diner, and he was shot dead. Next up is Morris the Rabbi Bulber. He entered the prison in 1942, and he was serving a life sentence And he was part of an arsenic murder ring that was also in Philadelphia. He was called a veteran witch doctor and compounder of charms. He was one of the leaders of this group. And they appealed to women who were willing to murder their husbands. (laughs) And then these women would collect on their husband's life insurance policies. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, that sounds familiar. The old Black Widow. Is that Black Widow? Yeah. Between 1932 and 1937, the group was responsible for at least 30 deaths. 16 men and women were convicted in participating in this arsenic group. Hmm. Oof. Oh let's see. Who else? Leo Callahan. He was one of a hundred inmates to escape from the prison. And he is the only one that got away with it. Only one. Only one it was Leo Callahan. He was in prison for assault and battery with intent to kill. And he made a ladder. And I guess like the wood shop class or whatever they had in the prison. And that's how he got out. Crazy. Crazy. There are rumors that he may still be at large, but he would be over 110 years old. So, <laughs> a woman that was in the prison, Freda Frost. She was one of the last women to be there. There were women in the prison for over a hundred years, and then she was transferred to the Muncie Industrial Home for Women in 1923. She had been serving a 20-year sentence for murder. Huh, because she poisoned her husband. Oh, I wonder her and the rabbi were in cahoots. Hmm. Interesting. So let's see who's next. Next up is a man named William Francis Slick Willie Sutton. He was one of the most famous bank robbers in American history. And Slick Willie, I like that, Slick Willie He spent 11 years in prison, and he tried to escape. He was part of the 100. He was actually recaptured just minutes after. Um, During the course of his criminal past, he was credited with over 50 bank robberies, three successful escapes from prison, and 30 years behind bars. He died in 1980. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so are you guys ready to talk about the ghosties? I'm ready to talk about the ghosties. So, like I was saying, this prison is now open to the public and you can tour it for ghost tours and the like. It's uh, definitely creepy. Definitely sounds like a place I would like to go. Hmm. So let's talk. So cell block block 12 is known for echoing voices and weird cackling. Mm. Cell block 6 is known for shadowy figures darting along the walls. Cell block 4 is mainly visions of ghostly faces. And many people have seen silhouettes of a guard in one of the towers. They've heard footsteps, crying, whispers, on and on and on. It's interesting to me that in a prison where they were told to be quiet, that now people are hearing voices. Is that weird? I don't know. It's weird to me. Uh, Whispers I can get because a whisper is, you know, ghost whisper, ghost laughs. It, It just happens. But like the whole talking thing is, kind of baffling to me especially if it's if it's prisoners and not guards just because of the silence thing but anyway that's just me so one of the most legendary tales that comes from the prison is about gary johnson who helps maintain the locks of the prison so in the early 1990s this gary johnson fellow He had just opened the old lock in Cell Block 4 when he says a force gripped him so tightly that he was unable to move. He said the feeling was very negative and it was horrible energy and it exploded out of the cell. He said that he saw tormented faces on the walls and then one form in particular told him to come on over. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. I mm, hmm I don't mind ghosts. I don't. I don't mind ghosts. I feel very positive about most of them. The minute one tells me to come over there or wants to talk to me, then I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ghosty friend. We could have. Been besties, but no. <laughs> so there have been ghost stories that have dated back um, to the 40s, 1940s. And visitors have reported seeing the ghost of Joseph Taylor, who was murdered by an inmate named Michael Durand in 1884. After he carried out the murder, it is reported that he quietly entered his cell and just went to sleep. His ghost is reported to wander the halls to this very hmm. and so I have something that I'm going to read to you and it is from the New York Times no, New York Post um, website and it I was going to run down and just try to put it in my words but as I'm reading it I'm like, oh, this is too much so Basically, it's about a group that was guided by a paranormal expert. So this paranormal, uh, okay, they call him a paranormal pop culture expert. I don't know what that means. So his name is Aaron Sagers, and I guess he's all over television. Um, I don't have television. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. So, Aaron Sagers says, and all this is a quote from the New York Post article. He says, We spent the night roaming the peeling hallways of Eastern State in pitch darkness in hope of finding something, anything that might prove definitely that there's more to this world than we might know. Granted, we were very skeptical. A Ouija Bored on death row. An electromagnetic field meter in cell block 6, dowsing rods in cell block 4, all turned up nothing. Attempts in the operating room and the isolation room turned up a little more than static air. But an EVP in cell block 12 picked up something strange. Could it be a voice? We're not sure, but it's something. And let me be clear there's no fancy editing at play here so basically in the video they play it and it definitely feels like there's someone talking mm. uh, like i said if you want to check out this website is newyorkpost.com and you can find it under ghost hunting in america's most haunted prison mm. You can also find YouTube videos of it. Um, Just type in Eastern State Penitentiary and you should get some videos there. Oh, and lastly, he ends this little um, spotlight by saying, I had this feeling that I was being watched, like, really intensely. I turned and I'm looking down the block and I know there's nobody there. A couple of seconds later, I get the same feeling. I'm being watched I turned around and I looked down the block again I don't see anything and as I start to turn down the block the black shadow just slept across the block so on this website they also have a video a video of what he is talking about and it's really creepy it's really really creepy and I just want to say, if you go out and explore this prison, make sure you go into the operating room, because that's where a lot of um, energy is coming from, apparently. And so, you definitely need to check that out for sure. Mm-hmm. So, it was really nice talking to you guys today. I have had a crazy week, and... It's all been pretty positive, but it, its when it's only Wednesday. It's only Wednesday, and my week has gone not so not so, and that's okay, right? I will enjoy it. I will enjoy some time off very soon, very soon. Uh, but guys, can, can you believe that May is almost here? Woo. Yeah. So I just wanted to say thank you again for listening. I really appreciate it. I am still very excited that I am now on a cast. It is a big deal for me. And I hope that you guys continue to tune in. I also wanted to tell you that probably in June, it'll probably be in June. In June, I am releasing a new podcast. I will still have this one. My new podcast is going to be all about superstitions. And drinking beer. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to do it. And it will also be on ACAST. But for now, you can continue to listen to Lattes and Legends on ACAST and check me out on social media. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Enjoy the weekend. I'll talk to you next week. And in the meantime, don't go to any haunted prison. Goodbye.